as usual every couple of weeks. Bunbury Mayor Gary Brennan. Morning, Gary. Good morning, Ian. Been a budget review. Yeah, we do that uh, twice in any financial year, and uh, I'm pleased to say that we're still on track. We're very financially strong. There's there's money in the bank. We're, we're looking at another surplus, of course, but uh, we're able to, with our surplus uh, creeping up a bit, we're able to find $160,000 to build a new toilet block adjacent to the uh, the VAT 2, Jetty Bars, so yep. that should be up and running in a few months' time. But oh, that's, we do we just make sure we, we're on track, and we do that twice a year. Yep. We're a $90 million budget, so we need to do that. And you got a new CEO as well. Yeah, we uh, we've offered the position to Mel Osborne, who's been enacting that role since May this year. Mel's done a great job and a very competitive field. Pleased to say, I was on the panel. We had uh, very very strong candidates. We had a short list of four we interviewed, and Mel was uh, came out on top there. So we're now in the process of negotiating a contract with him. Oh, excellent. Well done, Mel. There's an exhibition at the uh, the Bragg to the Bunbury Regional Art Gallery. What's that about? Well, it's called the Council, not specifically related to local government council, but yeah. um, there's a group called the Syndicate, and uh, it's led by Lloyd Horn and his wife Liz, who are great benefactors to the arts within not only in Bunbury but Western Australia and probably across Australia. Lloyd and Liz do a marvellous job, but you've got to see this exhibition, and it is quite unique, yep. uh, quite confronting. The, the artist um, has taken about four years to get these ten uh, pieces of artwork uh, finalised. Um, it's just an amazing piece of work. And we were at the opening last Friday night and uh, there's a whole crowd of people from all across WA and Perth who were there to see it. So it's a big deal for the art fraternity. Again, people within our community doing some unbelievable things. Uh, without any uh, need for regard or acknowledgement, but they are there, and we really appreciate. How long is the exhibition on for? Do you know? Uh, I don't, but it'll be uh, probably be a, a, a few more weeks. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. So get along. I will. Free I'll entry, and have a, it'll knock yeah. you out, mate. Yeah. It's great. I look forward to having a look at that. And a lot of uh, school graduations going on as well, aren't there? Yeah, there are. And this is a great time of the year for the council. I, you know, the thirteen of us get out where we can and attend as many of these uh, graduations. But you know. I love going to uh, the Year 12 graduations. Went to Bunbury Senior High School this week. Those young people, you know, they're, they're 17, 18 years old and young adults, and by gee, what a future we've got for us, And when you see these kids there looking great and you hear the speeches, just unbelievable. Tonight, I've got the Men Clontarf, Boys Clontarf Academy graduation. Again, really important part of our community. Uh, you know, hopefully a good number of kids finishing Year 12 in uh, Clontarf. Yeah, good. I'd like to see a lot of these uh, excellent young people sort of filling the ranks of uh, state and federal uh, political ranks too, because that needs a good clean out. Well, it does, mate. Yeah. (laughs) Let's let's hope they have a life before they do that. (laughs) Bumbry Bear, Gary Brennan, thanks, mate. We'll catch you again in a couple of weeks. Thanks very much. You're on the Southwest Triple M. Just looking at this variety article uh, about the the accounts of Matt Lauer's behaviour at NBC. Now, this this article Mm. is basically result of a two-month investigation by Variety with dozens of interviews with current and former staffers. Variety has talked to three women who identified themselves as victims of sexual harassment by Lau, and their stories have been corroborated by friends or colleagues that they told at the time. They have been asked to now to remain unknown, fearing professional repercussions, which is sad, yeah. really, especially, I mean, you know, obviously <laughs> he's been caught out big time. He's been so, huge uh, time. <laughs> And he's been fired. He was the co-host of Today in America, and uh, he was widely considered the crown jewel of the network's news division with a $25 million a year U.S. annual salary. Instantly recognisable face. We've seen him in that gig for years. Oh, 
I hope Carl Stefanovic doesn't hear about this. He'll stick his hand up and go, I'm not why, why, why am I only getting $3 million? Why am I only getting $3 <laughs> <be> million? Happy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dearie, dear. Can't put marble floor you know what on what amazes me? Why, why haven't we heard about any of this <laughs> yeah. in our politicians, like our federal politicians? You can't tell me that they're, they're all squeaky clean when it comes to using their power and their position to satisfy their sexual desires. Oh, no doubt, Black. You can't tell me they're all squeaky clean. You as can't. soon as we find out which ones are actually Australian, mate, they'll get right back to you on that. <laughs> Trends, brands, advertising. Marketing man Barry Urquhart on Triple M. Yeah, very good morning, mate. How are you doing? Hey, exceptionally well and all the better for speaking with you, Ian. Oh, such a smooth talker. <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about today? Well, we're talking about businesses pretty tempered at the moment in the lead up to Christmas, and a lot of people are despairing, saying that no one's got any money. But of course, the problem is that they're ignoring the one group who have got money, who are wanting to spend it, are spending it. The sad part is that they're not spending it in a lot of businesses throughout the southwest, Bunbury and Bustle in particular, and that's people aged 60 years of age and older. Oh, okay. I was going to say there's only one Andrew Forrest, mate. I don't know. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. It's beyond that, and he doesn't even fit. He's not even 60 years of age at the moment. But look, it is really funny because a lot of business people, and more particularly their external consultants, advertising agents, public relations consultants, they're all in their 30s and therefore they're inclined to ignore, but more particularly misunderstand older people. They think that all they're going to do is go on uh, eight, nine and 12 day tours and, uh, <laughs> and river cruises on the on the rivers yep. of uh, Europe and, and the oceans. It's not exactly the case. In fact, interestingly enough, I've just done some workshops with uh, a caravan park and they're saying grown nomads is a stereotyping of what the reality is. That's less than 20% of the people who use caravan parks. The ones that they're interested in is a category called explorers. They are the people who don't put the caravan on the back of the vehicle and drive down to Albany, Bunbury or Bustleton. They're the ones who actually book ahead, get a chalet, go in there, say, okay, what are the 12 things I must look at? Give me the three best restaurants. They go out and spend, and therefore what we've got to do is to recalibrate exactly who it is who's spending money and are we relating to them and communicating with them. How are we going to do that? Well, I I think that it comes back to some fundamentals. We've got to start looking at lifestyles. Uh, Now, let's go back to the uh, uh, automatic teller machines. uh, Interestingly enough, the Perth Building Society, when it was operating, was the second financial institution to introduce automated teller machines. Mm. The research showed that the people who would use ATMs would be 35 years of age and younger. Six weeks after they'd launched it, they did some research and found that more than 60% of the people using ATMs were people aged 45 years of age and older because whilst they were chronologically older, they were all living young lifestyles. So when the holiday period's coming up, you've got to say that people don't go onto a caravan park, get into a bunk or you know a hammock and sit back and just watch the sun and waves roll in. What they've got to do is to say, these people are active. They're wanting to explore. They're going out there. They're doing things like rest. Uh, the, the movie houses are making a pulses because they're saying here are some of the great movies uh, and bringing back some of the classic movies and it's the older people who are spending the money and of course who's rewarded it's the people who are responding to them like the movie houses. There you go. We've got to, people have got to change their focus, haven't they? Well, that's right. And then what they've got to do is start to think about who they're going to employ. Because if we sell and relate best to people aged seven years either side our age, ideally the wage profile or the age profile of your employees should match 
that of your customers and older customers go out earlier therefore deployment of older employees earlier in the morning you don't need to do anything else but your sales will increase because people who are older customers will relate to older service providers and sales and business is a consequence. Excellent. Great advice as usual, Barry. We'll talk to you next week, mate. Looking forward to it, Ian. Well, it passed in the Senate yesterday. Landmark day. Yes, it was a landmark day. and I mean, it's been a bit of a long journey. I mean, first of all, you know, we had the results of uh, the postal survey. And now the official results of the Australian Marriage Law Postal Survey. For the national result... Yes responses, 7,817,247, representing 61.6% of clear responses. That 61.6% of clear responses were yes. No responses, 4,873,987, representing 38.4% of clear responses. That's 38.4% of clear responses were no. There you go. Now, you may have missed Bob Catter's response. <laughs> I've, been, I've listened to this so many times, I just love it. But just in case you missed it, this is what Bob Catter, Queensland politician, had to say from the Catter party. I mean, you know, people are entitled to their sexual proclivities. You know, I mean, let there be a thousand blossoms bloom as far as I'm concerned. You know, but I ain't spending any time on it. Because in the meantime, every three months, a person is torn to pieces by a crocodile in North Queensland. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm sorry. I, you know, I, real, I do feel really sorry for those people being torn to pieces by crocodiles in North Queensland every three months. But Bob Catter. The ABS have already looked into it. Statistically, it's incorrect. <laughs> yes, of course it is. Of course it is. <laughs> I love the Jekyll and Hyde nature of it. If you've oh, only heard it and haven't mate. seen it, you've got to check out the video because he goes from looking like the kind of bloke you'd have a midi with at the bowls club to looking like a Bond villain coming for the croc. Turns quicker than one of my ex-mother-in-laws. <laughs>